Yeah. Welcome to Mother GP Mac, where fans come to congregate and fan voice through the trend. <laughs> Getting better at that every time. One of these days, you'll actually just get it like a little flow. So it's just like, whoo, out of mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, not too soon. Not One day, not too soon, I'd say. No. Anyway, uh, I'd like to start this episode saying you're a fucking jinx. Absolute fucking jinx. 100%. Jinx. Who's the jinx? You. What did I do now? Marco Vasecki calls you a fucking jinx. 100%. <laughs> no, no, no. They don't hurt themselves flat tracking. Marco oh, Vasecki, no. You're shitting me. Yeah. Marco Vasecki on Saturday, which is yesterday, as we're filming this on the Sunday, fell at Valentino's ranch and is after breaking his collarbone. And has got surgery successful surgery today on it so probably this is his championship done you f- absolute fucking jinx <laughs> i guess i did yeah but yeah. My, it was flat tracking or motocrossing flat tracking valentino's ranch no no it wasn't it wasn't flying through the air bullshit right no but i'd say he did fly somewhere yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we all know that one when the ground rushes up and hits you in the face, you know. No, no, you don't know what I'm talking about. We're, we're flat tracking when you hit, you know, the bike sideways and you're going through the corner. Valentino's ranch is flat track. No, okay, yeah. okay. His main, his main training ground is flat track. So, uh, now it's all not like hey, Paul, we're taking the left turn. There is a couple of right turns in this, right? Yeah, uh, I understand that. Yeah, but it, but it is a flat track one. Uh, so yeah, so he is a doubt for next weekend's race, and realistically, if he doesn't go to that, it's probably it's probably uh, done uh, for him. Uh, hey, of hey, hey, Kevin Schwantz has won races with a broken collarbone. They stapled him mm-hmm. together. Yeah, I, just, I no, I, I look, I don't think he like Pecco and Martin are very strong. Do you know what I mean? Going in there, he's probably best to rest up a week. To that's probably his only way of saving his championship is mm-hmm. not to fucking rush at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But yeah, look, I suppose we've had the, the we've had the chat about Mark Marquez. We'll, we'll get into Digi as uh, Digi's conversation in a while. But um, yeah. <laughs> Augusto Fernandez is still in MotoGP for 2024. Yeah, I saw that. I knew you'd be a happy boy with that one. Yeah, I'm quite happy about it. To be to be fair, and, and to be honest, look, it's always sucks to see a rider um, get pushed out or get told you, you know, <laughs> what's another year and all of this stuff. But um, like, I think the whole ethos of the Tech Twa team was always to bring in young riders and whatever, right? And um, I think KTM then did write an a, a check their arse couldn't catch with show of the fight riders. I think they were convinced they would have those six bikes on the grid. Yeah. Um, and you know, look, I think they, I think they've I think they've read the, made the right choice. I think I think personally, Acosta and Fernandez will do exactly what uh, Quadrero was saying about the old Yamaha team, where you two young guns, who are going to go balls out for it, they're going to go 100% at it. Oh, yeah. More balls than we have more balls than brains. And they're going to try to push their way into that factory team. 
and what, all that's going to do is raise that bar and whatever. And like they're still governed by they're supposed to crash. They're supposed to. This is the whole thing. Like Lorenzo came into MotoGP, he was super fast when he stayed on the bike his first couple of years. Do you know what I mean? And you know, so for me, I do believe the ethos that they have have it right. Do you know what I mean? They need to invest in in these young guys. I do feel lousy for for Paul. Do you know what I mean? He's he's you know he's I, I would if it if but in his case he's been around so long he got a good run out of MotoGP. Let's have let's face it. He has look yeah and look that's the other side like like. He's had a good few years. He was the the prodigy for Yamaha, and it didn't work out, you know. Um, so I do like, but look, I do think it's it's still it's still probably a shit way to go. Like Polis Bagaro probably found out the same time the rest of the world found out that he was stepping aside. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and unfortunately, we all we all remember Daniello Pertucci. Do you do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> that he found out during FP three that he was. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it came up on it came up on the banner at the bottom of the screen and he looked as confused as fucking everyone else. But anyway, <laughs> um yeah, look, I think I look I think it's I think it's right. I think it's I think it's probably the right choice. Uh now my understanding is Paul Spagro will be doing a test rider and wild cards as well, and probably looking to the future, Danny. <laughs> Danny's getting old now, like, do you know what I mean? So they need they need to start looking at who could be there. Like Paul is is Yeah, he's what 37 now? Yeah. So he's yeah. got uh yeah, Danny's around 37. Paul Paul is not he's so like he's still within that second, I I believe. So when he's fit and healthy, right? He's within that second. He'd probably make the ideal test rider. Uh, for them, he understands the DNA of the bike from day dot. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I I think that's kind of going to be more his role. You remember next year they're talking that it'll be six wildcard races. Yeah. Um. So, I think it'll be interesting to see where 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 things go on that. Um, DG Delinia, I thought it was a really funny interview that he he came out with. Um. Very keen to emphasize about Mark coming to um, to do, to Ducati that this is on a Grassini contract. Yeah, and I, I, I know I thought it was very, very, very. Weird. I think they were holding the See, I'm the opposite as you. I think they were holding their cards because the guy's too dangerous. He's too too dangerous. He's too good. If he had yeah, jumped on a KTM, he went on a KTM. You know, if you jumped yeah. on a, he went on a Prius. I I I I I very much not that I don't think that he'll win on on any kind of manufacturers, but um, there was someone in the reporters and, and turned around and said that he was supposed to be uh, offered a two-year deal on uh, Pramac, and I can tell you that's a load of harsh shit anyway for 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 one. And the reason I do know this is Prima, who are the main sponsors of. Um, Pramac Ducati, yeah, they wanted an Italian rider on their bike. I heard that, that bike. yeah, and that's why it was between Bisecchi and Morbidelli. So there was no absolute no, um, 
no way that that was a two-year contract for Marquez. And to be fair, and to be very fucking honest, right? Yeah. Offering Marquez a two-year contract in a, in a factory thing that will put him off out of sync with others, that's just fucking stupid. You know, he, no one is going to go for that. Yeah. So, I mean, no, even, even a writer now that is, like, if you turned around to Quadraro now and that tried to offer him a two-year contract, that he'd be out of sync with everyone else on a race. Right. Anyway. He'd, he'd say no. Yeah. because like at the end of the day he needs to keep his like you know, they need to be able to keep their options open and, and like, Bar, by the way said and mm-hmm. they must be listening to us um Cravebar said uh he thought that um marquez wanted to be with a brother and wanted to be in a calm team he wanted to show up ride go home you know I he think, didn't want to have the pressure anymore I don't know though. You know that famous saying: "A leopard never changes its spots." I know, but he might. But you I know. think in his head he did. He, yeah, yeah, but like he's gonna go in there. I know. I know this is just. Like, me, so right? you want to be a family man? Then you get married. Then you still want to screw everything in town. You know, when you first got married, you thought you were gonna be good. Okay, you had all the best. It's always good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. No, I, but like I, 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 I think I actually think the opposite, right? And. I, and I, I'll go back to 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 what I said at, at, day, at day one is that, like, Gigi in his interview that he just recently gave, right, that I that I spoke of, he made it very clear that Ducati have nothing to do with Marquez coming. The only stipulation that they're putting in, which is something we talked about, was that none of his crew can come with him. So you talked last would... week about. Yeah, yeah, they can't. They can't bring Sante. He can't bring Sante Hernandez with him, who's right. been his crew chief all the time. He's in MotoGP. Right, that's a fucking major loss for Mark Marquez. Major. Loss. I, I don't know. For a rider, I don't think it's that much of a loss. I, mean, I don't know. He, I think Rossi was never the same without Burgess. Yeah, but I don't. Uh, I think he. What the hell? He got better after Burgess. Yeah, he no. did. No, he didn't. He did too. I mean, you look at when he came back with Burgess, and then he, he was flopping around with Burgess, and then then he got another. No, fifteen. He better. came back with Burgess in fifteen. He he did fifteen, sixteen, okay. I think he took one win in seventeen. Burgess was gone. Yeah, sure he just fucking was tailing Charlie for the next fucking whatever amount of seasons. Yeah, but the, I, and, you, know, you, you said it. You said it to me. You said it to me. Remember this, though, Jake. You said it. Yeah. To me. This guy is a creature of habit. He does not like change. He no, no, any, he does not. He does he not. cannot bring any of his engineers over from Honda. You're, so all these right. people. And, and In I his case, this, I'll give it to you there. Yes, he is he, a frequent change. He, you know, but look, I still reckon this is just, and I think I just still reckon. That this is just a one-year staff gap that he is going to another manufacturer, and Ducati are very, very denied to it. I, I, I don't, I, I don't get that. I think he's just doing that because he's, like I said, a creature of habit. He wants to, it's calming for him. Which one? So here, 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 his hand. You can't imagine that with a grown man. But somebody, Alex is holding his hand. Once he starts to feel calm, there, he'll win some races and he'll stay. That's it. I he needs know. to you know, he needs to settle I, in. I, I still believe yeah. that that pre-contract for KTM is signed. That's my personal opinion on it. Yeah, I, I think that's there. a rumor. Because we listen, why would you go to a lesser bike? I have nothing against KTM whatsoever. Right? Now KTM's mm-hmm. good, but it's not as good as the Ducati. Why would you go with a lesser bike? Unless they're holding cards that we don't know about. So 
KTM have said 2024 is their year. They're they're expecting to tie, uh, fight for the championship in 2024. And that okay. came from KTM and Craig Farsmouth, right? So they're already expecting to bear to be there. And I think what they were hoping part of that 2024 thing that they came out in and around the time that they were getting the six bikes on the grid is that they would have little Mickey Mickey Marquez on the fucking bike, right? That that's yeah. the final part. That's the alien bit that they're missing, right? And I think that's one of the reasons why. The second reason why I think if next year Marquez does get on the Ducati and does win the championship, right? He'll have equaled Rossi's championships, I think, isn't it? Is it eight or nine? I can't remember. I think he's he on yeah, he, yeah. He needs to, right? But then, if he went to KTM and he won it, not only would he beat Rossi in World Championships one, yeah, I know he would say <laughs> he would beat them on the amount of manufacturers that he did it. Yeah, with yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. What you just said, he had more manufacturers, but even more titles. Remember that one. He doesn't like change, so that's a hell of a thing for him to change. Go to another manufacturer where his brother's not there. Okay. Nobody's yeah. holding his hand, right? Yeah. Uh, and go to a so less bike. I will go. I will go to you on this because you just said about you know getting married. You think life is going to be great, right? So you get out of one long-term relationship, right? Yeah. And have a little bit of a fling in the second one. So it's always going to be short-term. Your next one, <laughs> and then you might get settled down again. So. You know, look, it's it, it, it for me. It's one of these things that I, I don't know. I think, um, I would. It, I find it interesting, hammer. but but never I also gonna bike. He's gonna huh? go on there. He's gonna give that bike a big hug because he's never been on a bike, good bike in his life. I'm not even being nasty. I'm being being realistic. Yeah, look, I I don't know. Look, and look, this again. This is just me. You know, he goes there, he wins on a Ducati, and everyone's just gonna turn around and say, "Well, it's the bike." No, nobody's gonna say that. Hundred percent, hundred Well, maybe the fanboys behind the fanboys. They're look, listen, a hundred percent. They're going to turn around and say it right because they're already saying it about Peko, or they're already saying it about Jorge Martin. Well, it's easy to win if you have the best bike. Well, Honda yeah. fanboys, they're a never-ending. Uh, oh, but no, you see, like they won't, they won't have they won't have any interest in Mark Marquez now because he's gone. If they're going to be loyal to their brand, so it'll be interesting to see how yeah. many fanboys. Yes, to, yeah, to, I thought that too. Um, but yeah, look, I look, I just think it was interesting. I really thought it was interesting. And there was a part in, in Gigi's statement where he made about managing the riders, right? And Gigi was very clear on it. Like he's like, we have our own pool of champions already. And this is the other thing. Mark has maybe two or three good years left in him. Do you know what I mean? Before that fucking age thing starts kicking in and you start wondering, is this is this really for me or you know his girlfriend who they're putting out so like cute instagram pictures of like hi uh with um starts to kick in right and i, I just think i look and that's why i don't think um don't think ducati are or or any team actually i don't think they're like like they'd love to have mark market like fuck it aprilia would definitely love to have him ktm would definitely love to have him. I don't believe Ducati are pushed about him. I just think, and there was a, a line in, in Gigi's thing, and he said, I like to have fast riders ride my bike. And he yeah. was very, and I just thought that line was like, 
I'm the reason why you're world champion. <laughs> you're riding my bike. Joe well, we always it. said, we always said Ducati is not going to put up with uh, Marquez playing manager. Oh, no. And that's what that's, that's, that's what they have. Like, Gigi, like, Gigi looks like and appears to be a very sound guy. But I'd say, fuck with Gigi and look oh, at no. Vizioso. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Everything was going swimmingly until you pissed Gigi off, and then that's the fucking. Anybody would drive has temper. One goes with the other. Human nature. So yeah, look, I I think it's think it's going to be interesting. Like I can't wait to see Mark on it. Like I genuinely can't wait to see it because there's a number of things I want to see. I want to see how his style will fit the Ducati. You know, I think he has to change style an awful lot. I if he gets onto it and right try to ride it like a ride it like a Honda try to push it past its thing i think we'll we'll see a crash fest again from mark and now, so i can't wait to see him you know what you're gonna see because i'm i'm an old i'm an out agier freddie spencer the, the honda's only bike that they ever really <laughs> hand, good hand on bike the uh ns 500 v3 and and freddie spencer on it was a good ride the the good handling bike and the best rider right Mm-hmm. If he was as fast as Marquez, it was unbelievable how he used to drift through those corners. It was a, it was it was an art, really. That's what you're gonna see. He won't crash. Not I don't know. I say he won't crash, but he's no way near gonna crash like he did before. Well, look, yeah. okay, look, he 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 he's. I don't think he's going to be himself and his teammates in Grassini are not going to hit 38 crashes. <laughs> by 10 or 12 races into the season no but I think 38? 38 between himself and Mir you're shitting me oh yep. my god no, and that, that gives you the extent of the problem but um, yeah look I just think it will be interesting to see how he adapts his style to that bike and um yeah, I, and I look that, uh, and people can say yes or no or whatever, and di- agree or disagree with me. I don't see any Ducati rider riding a bike anywhere near where the way Mark does. No, so I think no, and I'm not saying it can change. Like if you look at the the evolution of how Valentino Rossi changed his style to to, to suit bikes, it's it 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 can be done, but. I think the Ducati, personally, like the Aprilia, needs to be in line. In and what I mean is that the wheels are in line. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't like fucking spinning up the fucking rear wheel and whatever. And Marquez tends to do that. Now, is that just a Honda related thing? No, that's um, his style. And yeah, and then how how is the, how is the rear tire going to get on with that? You know what I mean? So again, I think it will be be pretty. Pretty interesting to see how how he does it. You know what um, makes me smile when you said it the other day? You know, I, I had to chuckle. When you said Kate, you were talking about KTM and they wanted the six bikes. Mm. Can you see uh Espinosa when she's gonna go into KTM now and go, hey, you know we were talking about them concessions? <laughs> you're gonna get that little speck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, 
Can you imagine it? Or they go into him and say, here's, here's the two spots. Sure, look, we might as well fill them for the two, next two years. <laughs> that would really piss them off, to be fair. Um, yeah, look, I think um, I think we're going to see... Yeah, we've Mandalika now this week as well. Yes. Coming up. Uh, you never know with Mandalika. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a rider killer. And, like, it's the first of... Um, I think it's the first of a triple header as well. You know, so it's like it's kind of, I suppose, the approach that you need to have now is coming into it is like you've three races on the bounce. I think it's Indonesia. Is it is it Indonesia? Oh, I have to look at the calendar there, but I think no, it's it Indo- Indonesia already. Or sorry, is it, is it in Indonesia? I think it's Indonesia. Yeah. Yeah. Were we just at Indonesia or are we going back to no, it? that was India. Oh, excuse me. Um, I think it's Indonesia. Uh, yeah, you could be right there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's Indonesia. Yeah. Indonesia in the Mandalika. Uh, and then it is the Australian. And then the Thai Grand Prix. Yeah. So we have three on the bounce. Is it three on the bounce? No. We have. So this weekend coming up, yeah, we three in the bounce. So fifteenth, Sunday the fifteenth is the main race for Indonesia. Uh, and for those 20, people who think 22. that they fixed it at Mandalika, um, they thought the same thing uh, last year with MotoGP because uh, World Superbike they said they, they had fixed it the year before, but when they showed up, it was a mess. It was coming apart. So we don't really know how well they put it together. Yeah, look, I guess we will wait and see, but yeah, so. It, so the last six races are triple headers. So right. we have Indonesia, uh, Australia, Thailand. Then we kind of like have a two-week break. And then we have Malaysia, uh, Qatar, and Valencia for the final round. Um, so, yeah, like it's, it's, really going to, it's really going to be about survival. Um, survival of the fittest, I suppose. Literally, go as fast as you can. Don't fall off and don't hurt yourself. That's How hard can that be? Yeah, yeah. How hard can that be? You know, he had three hundred horsepower. And, you know, with three hundred yeah. pounds. Yeah, yeah. So, I suppose when the when we talk about the injury for Marco Bezzecchi, couldn't have come at a worse time. Okay, a, col- a co- what's a collarbone for the normal person? Six weeks. Yeah. So you'll three, figure two two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, they'll pin it together. Pin it. I, I I would say that we see him in 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 Australia. Being honest, um, well, it's, it's a common break. It's not, it's not like you haven't seen this before. If you, if you have to have surgery on it, though. You know. they, well, if they're pinning it, they consider that surgery. So yeah. uh, we wait and see. Like like things aren't at the time of shooting. This things aren't aren't out there. But um, yeah, I think I think it, it it's pretty interesting and. Uh, Martin uh, was talking as well about, and I know people are out there saying all about team orders and all of this bullshit and that bullshit. That's bullshit, and, folks. Yeah, that it you is. Know, look, I don't think. I, well, sorry, I do think there was there there would be team orders, and and I think the reason why team orders last year was, and I won't say it was team orders, but they were like, don't fucking take them out. Whatever yeah, don't do, take them right? out. Don't That's, risk it, right? Yeah. And that's that, fair enough, right? Because there's right. another manufacturer involved, right? right. Last year there was Yamaha, right? And 
if two Ducatis, let's just say, uh, who was it, Iannone and Vizioso, decide to take each other out and, and lose all the points, then that's that's not good for the championship and whatever. I don't really necessarily think that's team orders if they're saying, don't pass them if it's, don't risk it. Do, do you know what I mean? For me, that's not a team order. That's a bit sent. If you could pass them on the straight line and pass them on the straight, by all means, mm-hmm. if you're passing them into a wet corner, don't even fucking try it. <laughs> Joe, yeah. because you could crash, right? Right. Whereas, I think this year would be very different. Firstly, I don't think Jorge Martin would listen anyway, right? That's right. one, right? Fuck that. Two, a Ducati is going to win. And that's all they care for, for the brand. Yes. Is it the yeah. factory team or is it the thing... I don't think it makes a difference either because they're both level on equipment now and they've been right. very open with that. That They yeah, are GP. They have the advertising on, for, for the brand or whatever. It just says Ducati. It, 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 it's Bagnaya Ducati, you know, Martin Ducati. Yeah, they wanted definitely. to say Ducati. Okay? That's all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one uh, might be better than the other. I'll give you that, okay? Where I would think maybe something would come in in a team order is that if a 22 bike was going to win and, and beat the shit out of the 23 bikes, I'd be like, go backwards. So that would be, right, yeah. be kind of a little a little bit of a publicity well, thing oops, or a negative. Yeah. An oops, yeah, exactly. But I don't necessarily, well, obviously, I don't really see it happening now with Bez uh, being injured, but I think. The next three races going to be a race of attrition, a race of who stays on the bike and keeps themselves safe. And this is one of the things I always wondered with MotoGP. You know, how many races do you go before having a crash? You know, Martin is flying right now. Right. One fucking tumble. (laughs) Yeah. And And he has he used a lot of lean angle. I he mean, does. a ton. And that's he when does. it starts getting the edge. When you start riding that edge at the 60, 62 degrees, that's when you can go off at any time. And it's spectacular. Not like, you know, oh. It's not like you're making a mistake. You're just running out of traction. Yeah, yeah. And look, that's kind of the thing. And I always look at, at Eb. you know, when do you, where do you want to have your 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 crashes? I can tell you, you don't want to have your crashes in the last three or four races of the season. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. So, I, I don't know. Look, I, I'm I'm really interested to see how things go down. Um, I still think there's a twist in this championship. I still think there's one to come. Uh, I think we 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 saw one of the twists in uh, Catalonia, in, in my opinion. Um, that was a, in my view, a 50 50 way of Pecco was either going to break his leg in that time and be out for the championship or he was going to get away, get away with it and just be injured for a couple of races. I can't wait to see how, uh, how things, how things go. Is there going to be a twist? Is Pecco just kind of saying, I can't beat this guy? Which I don't think, I don't, I don't think. And is Martin going to cope with the pressure? Like, if Martin gets into the championship lead, which, in in all fairness, I would probably expect after the sprint race next weekend. Um, 
And the reason I say that is Mandalika and um, Phillip Island, they're two circuits you definitely do not want to crash at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like going through the hay shed uh, <laughs> or going into Honda Turn there, like, like if you lose it on the turn, you're gonna get fucking face planted. Do you know what I mean? Or the hay shed, or down into the which one's on the turn? Huh? The hair Is that the where they uh, they named that after uh, when Marquez did his nose to this dive? No, no, no it was, it's always known as or now it's actually it's the Miller turn now. I think it could be. I don't. I can't remember, but it's definitely those are two racetracks I would definitely not like to crash at. Uh, so for me. Uh, I would have a feeling that Banyoya will be a little bit cautious um, after the, especially I like I I genuinely believe that he he doesn't have the trust in the bike. Hey, right do you now, think so. that Martin jumped up once up to speed, his raw speed? I think it's confidence. I think it's more so than confidence than anything. I like I do know that. He I mean, has, he has a perfect body for racing. He has the, the the optimum body for for you know. He has a short squat, big shoulders for his size. You know, only mm-hmm. five foot six or something like that. You know, that's the optimum body style for for road racing. You know, yeah. Well, it looks like he, like he's he's as strong as a fucking ox, right? He bounces fairly well, um, but I think last year he lost an awful lot of confidence, especially after. The decision was made with Bastanini. Right this year, I think he's come out in a, in in a proper manner. He's come out fit, healthy, and a strong mindset to say, "I'm going to fucking show them they made the wrong decision." Yeah, which is great, you know. So there's there's also drive, and now the confidence is coming up. But as we know, with confidence they can go like that. Do you yeah, know what I mean, and like especially that's if he came I, out and thought, "I got nothing to lose." He has nothing of- to lose. Yeah. Yeah, Petro no, I mean, is every, this yeah. year he came out and said, "I got nothing to lose." For, exactly. For, yeah. You know, because yeah, you, if you fall, all of a sudden, or you get ahead, and then you then you do have something to lose, then it gets into your mindset. Yeah, and look, I suppose the other side of the coin is, and we saw this last year. It's much more difficult to be the championship leader when the points are close. Than the person that is the hunt, being the hunter or are chasing. Do you know what I mean? Right. And I think it will be very interesting to see what will happen if Jorge Martin does get into that position where he is now the hunted. Do you know? Yeah. Because the pressure then switches. It switches off Peko. Do you know what I mean? To say, well, I've lost the lead of the championship. Do you know what I mean? The expectation now is coming on Jorge Martin to keep continuously delivering and. Uh, I still go back and say that he, uh, I believe, Peko has lost an awful lot of confidence in the front end and the, and, and the brakes, um, and how the mechanical grip goes through the tires. You could see it in the last race. He was as fast as Martin, but it took him a number of laps to yeah. to build the pace. So, so for me, uh, there's definitely a psychological barrier going on with himself and the bike. Um, but then saying that, look, I have no doubt. I, I have no doubt that they're not sleeping either in in Ducati to try and figure out that data. What's wrong? Why? Why isn't it done? And I'm sure. I'm sure in, in when 
like for example when they get to wherever um the Thai Grand Prix I think he'll go he'll be at full chat then do you know what I mean but yeah fucking next two Grand Prix definitely don't want to crash on those so I'm still waiting yeah. for my boy uh, Fabio to come up and do something then then yeah. Mando you can have a, a isn't that a Yamaha track if I'm not mistaken it has a, it, it has a number of turns but I don't know. I, I I try not to raise my expectations <laughs> anymore. Uh, you know, I I hope that they have a good race, and then it turns out to be clusterfuck. Yeah, who's gonna get the who's gonna get the wooden spoon this year? Who's gonna get the wooden spoon? I'd yeah. say it'd be Mir. <laughs> yeah. Mir, I'd say fucking hell yeah. Oh, I I'd thought that was be... the manufacturer, the wooden spoon. Huh? Am Honda. I Honda, yeah, yeah. Well. No, okay. Well, like it is, um, it is Pramac that's leading the team's championship. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and who's at the bottom for the manufacturers? Uh, I'll check there now. Uh, world standings. That's why I thought. I thought there was the who got the the lowest at the on the uh, manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what got, I thought. That's who I thought got the wooden spoon. It wasn't a rider. Oh, we can give it to a writer too. No, okay. He <laughs> uh, <laughs> got forked. Yeah, one <laughs> second there now. So Yamaha actually are going to have the wooden spoon. I reckon. Imagine that. Well, look, that's kind of yeah. Well, they only have two bikes anyway, right? But um, yeah, yeah, they're on currently they're on one hundred and thirty-one points. Then what's a Honda? Close your eyes and close your ears, hand of hands. They're on 142. <laughs> to Jesus. Right. And and to to say that in the past two rounds, they've scored what? Yeah. 37 of those 142 points. <laughs> yeah, there's there goes them fanboy tears coming down. <laughs> yeah. Uh teams teams championships, wooden spoon. You ready? Yeah. Repsol Honda. Repsol Honda. Yeah. Uh, they're four points behind Gas Gas KTM. Um, they're what? They're, uh, they're, they're 14 points behind LCR. Um, I can tell you they're 394 points behind <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> And you know uh, what? Other the the, the other uh, podcasts, the reputable ones, are copying us now. They're saying, "Hey, this could be this will be good for Honda and and, and Yamaha if they don't have a a uh, without ha- not having a, a, a an alien rider. If they just rely on you know making a good bike instead of relying on the on the on the rider skills." But yeah, look, it's it's still. Pretty shocking um, to see, and I actually find it very funny that uh, Pramac are in first position for the teams, then VR forty six, then uh, the Ducati factory team. Yeah, well, well, I thought the factory team. No, no, because you know, and they is uh, yeah, Bastanini is a uh, is a uh, is is the NIA uh, writer. Yeah. Um. Now I did hear that Lynn Jarvis has come out and said that you know. 
Yamaha have never asked for more concessions or anything like this, but they you know all they would really be asking for is more tires for testing and more testing, obviously. But I think everybody should have more testing. But that's me. Uh, let this look. Yeah, no, you're right. No, no racing team would not would ever turn down more testing and whatever. But um. I think they're always going to be doing it in a within a restricted way, shape, or form. But like, I think Yamaha are going to roll into the next year as well with the same fucking problems. Like, they are going to have no factory, or sorry, they have a factory team, but they'll have no satellite team for for twenty twenty four, which means they rely on two bikes data. Same fucking thing. He has been been. Uh, he knew uh, the bad math guys, but he's been rough. He's been. You know, blaming the riders. You know, does, does Mark lost his magic? Is it has Fabio lost it? it I, I don't say it. I, I think it's just a bike. You know, I don't know. And I would say what he's probably going on there about is, is not their talent because like I don't think any of the, but John the, have they lost their spark and they lost their love of it? Do you know what I mean? Um, like it must be. Like, imagine going into work every day. Well, not obviously, but like these guys. When they're born, they're born. They're born different, right? They like, oh yeah. Fucking, they'd raise two flies up a fucking wall, like you know what I mean? And yeah, like do, do you know what I mean? It's just a natural thing of being uber super competitive and always having to win, always having to be first. You know, fucking tantrums if you if you. Like, it's a terrible way to live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? It's like someone someone cuts you off in in a fucking shopping line and for your groceries and you're getting fucking pandemonium and upset and tension you know what I mean? well everybody but, does that ah, really I, 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 can, I can leave the, the money in my bank account for another few minutes I'm happy <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean um, but I suppose there comes a point in your racing where you stop really enjoying going to like when a racing driver says we need more power yeah, you need more power, but you need to fucking adapt the bike to handle that power too. Do you know yes. what I mean? You can't, you can't just go like, okay, you know, like that famous saying, like a space shuttle's about to take off, and someone says to the head engineer, "Jesus, I hope they get back safe." Yeah, and the engineer's like, uh, "Never said anything about getting back." Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you said, "Build me a rocket to get into space." Do you yeah. know, and it's like, but again, you know. There's always that saying, "Be careful what you wish for." I think Fabio did get his more power this year, and uh, but they did or couldn't fix the chassis problems, and I don't know. I just but that's the norm. You and I know both know that it's the norm when you add power, it screws up the handling. Yeah, but like I, mean, I think we always so said, that Yamaha's Yamaha's strength is in the chassis, right? And right, right. Here, here they added more power, but they they didn't seem to get it right for the chassis, right? And if you look at it this year, right, um, we will look at the riders riders championship scores this year. Where is Mister Quattraro? A hundred and eleven points. Oh, and they are having reliability right. problems too. I knew that was uh, going to come. 111 points is what Fabio Quadraro has this year, right? Right. And if we look at 2022, 
He had 248 at the end of 2022. Okay. Now double the fucking races are one and a half the points. So like if you look at it, right, if you put on a hat, like Pecco scored last year, 265 points, right? So if you put on another 130 points onto that, right? right, for the points available for the sprint, okay? Like Pecco and Martin aren't having a fucking bad year, but Quadraro, like Pecco and Martin are at like 319 and 316 points. Fabio Quadraro is on 111. Like that's that's a fucking serious thing. Yeah. And and I think that's where where I think not to defend them because I like I don't listen to their podcasts. <laughs> I don't listen to anyone's podcasts. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, but it's just I think the, the question more so is because I would be like that too. Do you know what I mean? I've asked for more power, you gave me more power, but you didn't fucking think of the other things. I look at my position in the championship. I've scored a fucking quarter of the fucking or half, less than half of the points that I did totally in the previous season with extra races this season and sprint races. Like, what have you fucking done to me? Do you know? And I always remember at the end, uh, remember we watched, I watched the kind of the season recap and whatever. And Lynn Jarvis told Fabio Quadraro in the pit when he, the day he lost the championship in Valencia, and he said, we always look forward, not backwards. Right. That's a now they've gone fucking backwards. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They still see it. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, now look, he sees it. Like he, Lynn Jarvis is not a stupid man. No, they're you know? not. Um, but it's like when I, when I look at it like that, you can see that it would take someone's spark. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, Fabio's turning up to races, unlike last year where he had a chance or an opportunity of winning it. No, and now he's saying to himself, "Like it in the top 10? Yeah, yeah. And he's young. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a difference when you're 30, okay, and and, and things fall off. And then when you're 20 something, and it falls off. That that youth and bravado turns into anger, and you go, "Why am I not? Why am I not? You know, at the top? He, exactly. That's when he comes storming into the pits. You know." That's it, and like that's where that's where, like at the end of the day, I have no doubt that Quadraro believes that Yamaha are making him look stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, and Marquez said it very right too that quite recently he's like, I would have loved to have been in Valentino Rossi's head for the last couple of seasons that he was riding MotoGP because it was so fucking difficult. Yeah, he said, how could he do it? That was a big tip-off, by the way. How could he do it? How could he sit there and, and not uh, finish behind in less than top 10? And be fucking celebrating the top 10 is like it was a win. Do you know, like, yeah. those, for people of that stature, it's, it's, you know, and like I've always thought, like I've always thought about this, like, even when Schumacher returned, like, these guys, in my view, have nothing left to prove. Rossi had nothing, nothing at all left to prove. Do you know what I mean? He, no, he, no. He just, he just fucking loved racing, which is fine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and, and it's fine. But it's like it was for me. It was very hard watching Rossi, especially the last two or three years. You're like, you're just like, and you know that trend 
becomes a lifestyle then i suppose you know what i mean because now then like rossi went from fucking slamming his fist on the table saying give me a fucking bike that works right (laughs) to accepting and celebrating a fucking 10th place as if it was the best thing in the fucking world and yeah and that's where 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 i think so and i think in the last years fine if that's fine if he's up for it you know if he's if he's if he's into it and and it, it's but it's a waste of a good seat uh, a good you know factory seat i mean i could see him doing that if he was on some joe blow's bike you know but, some... like, but like it was even clear right even fucking clear like like when when rossi moved to patronus racing you know rossi wasn't ready to leave go of racing do you know what i mean that's why he accepted it you know? yeah and you know my my also thing now is like what is going to happen between the 23 bike and the 24 bike next year like the ecu changes that's coming up joe there is going to be like is there going to be a big difference i i know i'm reading this but i i i'll tell you with a grain of salt because it didn't make sense they said uh the factory might put the allow the 24 ecu into the 23 bike they can't no. that's what i thought i thought i thought yeah. when no, you do can't. that that changes the entire electoral system the bike yeah. is allocated to to that spec yeah yeah right and i don't think they'll, they'll allow the new 24 ecu into it. and apparently there is there is advantages coming with the ec the new ecu um so it will be it will be fairly interesting to see what goes on there um but it's it's hey i wonder i hope i hope i wonder if they're sneaking active suspension back in and trying to save face no they're not sneaking active suspension back in oh that would i mean that would be that would be smart you want safety it's a it's a regulation they can't just fucking sneak or or unban the goddamn thing you know i mean um it's it, 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 it it is banned and it's not banned it is bad, and that's why I'm saying they couldn't sneak it back in, right? Because they'd have to change the regulation. I think there is something within the regulation that the, the things can't be electronically controlled. So that's like I know like what I'm at, saying is they don't announce it and they unban it and put it in the in the. I know they, they couldn't they, they they couldn't do that because even if they had all teams agree that it was so that they would let it run and slide and you could do it. Yeah, it would just take one team that was sour grapes. Ah, uh, yeah, true. Yeah, one unofficially protest. Out. Yeah, true. Um, so look, like I, I don't, I don't think it would ever happen. If I'm very honest, um, now look, it, it take it needs a regulation change to allow the electronic, uh, electronic, um, thing of, of uh, I, I call it electronic interference with the. With this, with the mechanical parts, like you see, you see it with the rear right height system. You know they have to manually, right. physically engage that before it come, it, it reengages out of the corner. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's actually very funny when you watch like Ducati arm it on the way into the corner. Yep. Uh, Aprilia arm it in the middle of the corner. Do you know what I mean? So if you watch, start watching. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I didn't arm, know that. No. It's, it's in the middle. I, I just I just went on the assumption that they all would use you know on the same spot. You know, if it yeah. changes the traction and, and changes the, the 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 variant, they don't want to have the variant change to the same area. No, 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 no. If you so, get what I'm saying. 
Yeah, I do. Yeah, I would. I would assumed they they all did it. Um, but no. Um, and also, Peko was using the start system in the thing in uh, in the Indian Grand Prix and the last Grand Prix. Going wide? He was 100% have a picture of his handlebar from, ah. the, from the races. Okay. So I can see the device on the handlebar. So he was using and I know someone in the in the chat said that uh, that he wasn't. Uh, he was using it 100%. Uh, he just made a pause. Well, I, supposedly it worked very well, but I it didn't does. know that the side that side effect. There was somebody was talking about it. Mm-hmm. going into the corner. It was you know not working, making it bounce or something of that nature. Rear end bounce. Yeah, yeah. There's some. There is something something weird. And I was trying to look at it. Trying to look at replays, and I couldn't. I couldn't see what Danny was seeing. But I'll I'll take Danny's word for it. Uh, he was fucking well closer to it than I was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, one of the stories coming out, obviously, with Mark bailing out of Honda, uh, there is who is going to replace him. And Poog Being, is Poog staying. I heard Poog was getting the boot. Pooch. Yeah. Pooch Pooch. Is getting. I think he's getting the boot. So you have David A. Brivio. It's either Bravio or Brivio. I think. Uh, anyway, uh, I think he'd be that. really good. I think he'd be a good addition. I really think he'd be a good addition. Um. You know he's very much sore about the riders, and I think that would that change is necessary. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's very. He's supposed he's supposed to be very an independent guy. Like he runs a tight ship. Yep. Yeah, but but it's it's a it's about the riders though. It's a very much so about the riders. Like if you look if you look at the downturn of Suzuki, you you can put it in line when he fucking left. Like. Oh, you know I, mean? I, I I'll totally agree with you. Is that a, is he good? Yes, is that the way to go? Yes, but if you have somebody who's very independent and good, and then and then you have a corporation that says you do it our way. But I think, but I think, you have, I, I, yeah, you know, I think that's, I think that's, I think that's the, I think personally, HRC are on their knees now, trying to get it. Like GG turned them down this year, or uh, it was either this year or last year. Yeah, that GG turned them down, right? There's okay. David A. Rivio that is that is there. Uh, they're trying to they're talking to Rivola. Like Pooch has to see the writings on the fucking door now. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, Rivola, he going, yeah he, Rivola told him no too, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, well look, Rivola didn't comment on it, which I always find very interesting. Like he didn't come out straight away as soon as that article was written and say, okay. No, my allegiance is directly to, to Aprilia and Aprilia only, right? <laughs> You know, so um, so look, I think there could look. I think there could be conversations with a load of team managers, right? Because I think, and this is where I think uh, right. and, uh, Davide is top of the pile is that he was already used to working with Japanese mindsets, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But Suzuki gave him the reins, and he, I think, he would be going in there and saying, "I take this on, but I run it my way." My way is the European way, or it's whatever it is, and blah 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 blah. And we're not doing it unless I'm not doing it unless you agree. And uh, I think, um, so like, I think he's favorite. He's he's in a he, I think he's gone from Alpine Formula One team now. He wasn't enjoying it there at all. Uh, 
So I think this could be a really good point right now. Not mistaken. I think he is. Well, these guys are never unemployed. Like, like you look at um, Livio Mm. Supo, he's doing some electric bike thing that he's happy. He's happy out doing not an electric motorbike, electric pedal bike, I think. Um, so you know, look, these guys are never really unemployed, but they're 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 taking some time away from the limelight. Uh, but I think, look, I think I genuinely think it'll be good. But I think there's a fight brewing though between HRC and LCR, and this could be a very interesting fight because it makes normal and natural sense that if Mark goes. They need to put someone good on the Repsol, right? They can't just bring in a fucking rookie and put him on the Repsol. Their flagship team, they can't. They just fucking can't, right? So the one that makes most sense to me is that they would take Zarko out of LCR and put it in. Checkanello, anyways, after releasing a statement and saying... uh, no, Zarko will not be going to Repsol Honda team. He is a contract with us. End of story. Really? Yeah. And that's very punchy for Luco Cecanello. In my view. Do you know what I mean? So I'd say someone has contacted him already from Japan. And he's like, no, 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 no. A few Bob will talk. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, because or... he signed with, is he signed with LCR? Is he signed right to the end talk? of next year? He signed with LCR, not not Honda. Yeah, he signed with LCR. Put on a Honda contract, I thought. I thought it was a works Honda contract. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So, but I don't know. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty interesting to to see what happens there. I just have this vision of somebody walking in there like the Michelin man, all wrapped up, getting on the bike. Eh, help me. Help me. <laughs> Don't make yeah, me yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I bought 20 million in shares in Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I think I, I think the next next few weeks are going to be very interesting to get an understanding of 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 what is going to happen. Will will Peko, in my view, get around the issues that he's having? Will Martin stay consistent? Like like if he goes to a track and he doesn't get on well there, how is the mindset going to be? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um it's so yeah. watching those two because their styles are so different. The yeah. their lines, you know. Mm-hmm. Chris, you're always thinking that Pecco is going to take the front end of, of uh, Martin right out. Because, you know, he cut, he wants to make that sweep and the other one's making it sharp. So you always think, whoa, shit, he's going to catch him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love actually, um, I might see if I can find some images, uh, especially around Sepang and watch the entry line. Because I actually think Morbidelli could fly on the Ducati. Did you hit your head? I thought I thought I did hit my head. Low doorway in their house or something. And 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 here is here is why. So, Morbidelli is not an aggressive rider, right? He and he rides the exact same way as Rossi, in style stylistically. Do you know what I mean? The way he enters the corner, mid corner, right. exit of the corner. 
and the more I watch Peko, the more I see Peko moving to that sort of writing style within. Now, I, and I started spotting this last year in Argentina when I told you to start watching through the corner, the last section of it. You can see the differences in the lines that Peko takes, on, on, especially on exit of the corners, that it was always wider, throw on a faster, higher, higher speed line, mm-hmm. the inline four line. And I think next year, Morbidelli could possibly bring that to Ducati. And I think that's going to be very fast if he does. He's he's going to ride the V4 like an inline four. Same as Rins. Because Rins is fast as Honda. Don't care what anyone says. Yeah. But he's riding it like an inline four. So I think like so next year when I look at it, I think it'll be interesting to see what Morbidelli does in that. But I think Peco Peco's lines are more uh in line four. So I think it'll be interesting. And that's why himself and Martin's lines are so different, but it's so interesting because it's a complete, complete, complete different way of, of writing it. Yeah, from each but, I, but I think Pooch is going to stay. I, I don't think. That... I, think so. I think they'll dump him. Huh? If they get Bravio or De- Bravio or whomever in there. Uh, uh, oh, one sec. Marco Basecki. Thank you to the doctor and his team. I'll be back soon. Screw you, Jake. <laughs> yeah. P.S. Jake, you are a fucker. <laughs> yes. Fucking. I did hurt myself flat tracking. <laughs> See? I did the impossible, what you said. Um, yeah, but look, I think look, I think we're going to be spoiled for the next three weeks. Um, they're nice time races for you. And they're fucking balls for me. Uh, I think they're like 4 a.m. races for me, which is like 11, 11 p.m. Oh, for you. beautiful. Yeah. 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 The only problem <laughs> is when they do that, when they have it all across the world, they get it wrong on the the timing. Like oh. you got to yeah, keep going back. You know, is it on yet? Is it on yet? Is it on yet? Yeah. Uh, well, sucks to be you. But at least you hadn't even gone to fucking bed. I'm trying to wake up out of bed. Oh. And I'm trying to watch it, and I'm like, uh, "What am I even going to fucking say in five minutes? I'm not even awake." Welcome. <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, no, look, I look. I'm really, I am looking forward to Mandalika. It's probably one of the tracks that scares me the most, especially to how Mark flew the last time there. I just uh, hope it's not as hot as it's, it's, uh, India. It's, yeah, and we get robbed of a few more laps, but um, anyway, sure look. I think we'll wrap it up there for, for this week. Uh, it is race week. Uh, pick a winner for... Let's go for Sunday, because Saturday is, is... Could be anyone. I'm going to go... Uh, you know what? Martin's on a roll. I'm just going to go with Martin. I'm going to cross. All right, I'll go for Peko. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Right, and on that bombshell, we will uh, end today's one, and uh, sure, we'll see you again. Uh, you didn't pick week. anything. You're going to go with Martin, too? I said, oh, you, said, you go, oh, Martin, I'll go, Peko. Yeah. Oh, all right. Anyway, all right. And so we'll see you all next week. Hasta la vista, folks. Cheers. <laughs>